The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. The impact private investors are having in the housing market might be controversial, but for lending officers, it presents an opportunity. Today, we are speaking with Eric Lacentra of RCN Capital about those opportunities and what it means for the future of the housing industry. Welcome, Erica. Thanks for having me. So why is private investment taking off? Um, so private investment's really taking off just because there's such tremendous opportunities in the marketplace right now, both on the rental side as well as the fix and flip side right now. So um, private investors are really taking advantage of those opportunities and for both mortgage brokers and loan officers, too, that are seeing you know decreases in the amount of refinance activity as well as purchase activity on the residential side, they're taking uh, the opportunity to really work with those private investors to be able to facilitate those transactions. And so what opportunities does this present for LLOs? I mean, obviously refis and purchase purchases are going down. So this gives them an opportunity to continue to, to make those loans? Definitely. So it really presents them an opportunity to supplement their you know traditional business as refi business is going down, as purchase business is going down in the residential space. Being able to tap into that private investment and that kind of investment space and work with those particular uh, clientele is really a great opportunity for them to boost their um, their transaction volume and make more money um, as kind of other stuff on the transact uh, the residential spaces not as uh, vibrant um, and so how do you find these private investors if you're an LO? Like where where can you find them and where can you go seek them out? So, I mean, there are numerous sources to be able to find. Um, one of the best opportunities is really going to events and local RIAs, so real estate investment associations. They exist pretty much in every single marketplace. Um, I would also say tapping into existing uh, contacts are a great way. So, um you know, other LOs, other mortgage brokers, um, real estate attorneys, just tapping into your existing network is a great way to try and find investors. Um, also tapping into social media is another one, finding those kind of groups within LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, and then, like I said, events outside of even the real estate investing associations um, is a great way to do it. There's plenty of investor specific events that you can tap into to find and these particular uh, clientele. Um, and so they're seen by some as a hindrance to first-time home buyers, the, these investors. Are private investors really as evil as some make them out to be? 
Definitely not. Um, I think it's very exaggerated the amount of uh, market share that investors are taking in the actual you know market right now. Um, and to be fair, too, there's a lot of folks that you know need to rent and have access to even rental properties. And vent- investors are making you know that a viable option for folks too. And as I mentioned too, just looking at the numbers, they're not taking up as much market. Share as many people feel in the space and taking away those first time home buyer opportunities. Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas August 18th through the 21st. See us at OriginatorConnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com. And so, what's going on in, in the rental market? that makes this a good time for investors? Oh, I mean, so right now in the rental market, um, just in terms of what investors can get for um, rental income makes it such a great opportunity for investors. Also, there is tremendous opportunity in the short-term vacation rental space. So think, you know, Airbnbs, VRBOs, that's a tremendous opportunity right now. Um, and as I mentioned too, there's just a tremendous interest in folks that want to rent versus buy still. Um, just from an affordability standpoint, um, homes really still continue to be not affordable for home buyers. So there are folks that are choosing to rent versus buy right now. So for investors that are looking to get into that single family rental space, there's still that tremendous opportunity for them. And what is the number of homes that investors usually have? I mean, they usually start off with like a small number of properties that they... Yeah. So I mean, again, kind of speaking to like the market share that people take on as an investor, um, there's kind of this misconception that people think, oh, investors are taking like a massive amount of properties. But for the most part, investors typically fall within that one to 10 uh, property range. It's kind of more that mom and pop style investor. And most investors usually only have maybe one to two, um, almost that accidental investor where they're getting it, you know, um, you know, from someone that passes away and they inherit the home, or they're just taking on that one uh, rental property for that supplemental income. It's not really like a large scale investment. It's kind of just that supplemental income. So really that one to two or one to 10 is the majority of folks. And we're expecting in the future that more of these, um, that more people are going to be renting than, than owning homes. Um, I think in terms of renting versus owning, until things get to be more affordable or until we see a little bit more in terms of, you know, affordability coming down and home prices coming down and a market correction, I think we'll still continue to see folks uh, tending to rent versus buy. I do think with um, what we're seeing in kind of the marketplace leveling out a little bit, it will make it a little bit easier for first time home buyers to hopefully uh, purchase and home prices will start to come down a little bit, but we probably won't see a real correction until about 2023. Okay. And so even with rates near 6%, is this still a good time for private investors to be getting into the market? 
Absolutely. So, I mean, honestly, with rates even at 6%, this is truly just a correction. Um, the Fed having a near zero rate um, was really just in terms of trying to uh, avoid inflation with COVID and everything that was going on there. Bringing the rate up to 6% is really just trying to correct the marketplace now. Um, it's really not unusual in terms of the rate. And I know it's very scary for a lot of folks that have not lived through higher interest rates at this point, seeing, oh my gosh, these rates are going up at such a rapid pace to 6%. But truly, this is really not anything of concern. And especially for investors, if you're buying right and um, doing your due diligence, 6% is still affordable to be able to continue to make money, whether you're purchasing a rental or you're purchasing a flip at this time, as long as you're buying right and making sure, again, you're, do, you're doing your due diligence on the property, there's still plenty of money to be made in this uh, environment. So thank you so much for your time today. So tell people how they can reach you. Absolutely. So um, you can visit us at rcncapital.com. Um, that's the best way to reach us and find more information about our programs. Thank you so much. Thank you. Up next, today's headlines after a word from our sponsors. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here are your headlines for today, August 1st. Black Knight Mortgage Monitor report says home listings rose 22% while price growth slowed 2%. The number of homes for sale in June has grown by the largest single month increase in more than a decade, while the growth in home prices slowed at a rate not seen in over 50 years. In other news, a number of housing associations have stated their support for the recent passage of the Secure Notarization Act by the U.S. House of Representatives. Currently, 42 states have enacted laws allowing permanent access to remote online notarization. And finally, Fannie Mae has awarded a pool of reperforming loans to J.P. Morgan Mortgage Acquisition Corporation, the government-sponsored enterprise said today. The sale included a pool of approximately 5,460 loans, totaling $663 million in unpaid principal balance. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Cotamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.